Welcome back into another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckle. This is episode 26. Uh, it's going to be a doozy. I am your host, Carter E. Alongside me is my producer, Jeff Mulvihill. You can check out his work at instaimage.com. But before we go any further, we'd like to thank today's title sponsor. That is Double J Auto in Gardnerville. You can check them out online at www.doublejautoinv.com. Jeff, it has been a very busy last couple days for your boy on this end of the microphone. Um, I'll get to that in a second because I don't want to sound like I'm whining because I'm not. But there was a lot going on with regional play uh, between... I guess starting Tuesday with baseball and then really Thursday, Friday, Saturday was just madness. Uh, no way I could be everywhere for those of you listening, but I do believe we have photos and art from everything that happened over the weekend. So definitely be sure to check out the newspapers, uh, Nevada Appeal and Record Courier, wherever you can find those locally because there's going to be a lot of local sports coverage this week. However, we have to start with the biggest story from the regional weekend, and that is definitely Douglas Softball winning the Class 5A regional title. They dethroned Spanish Springs twice in the tournament, uh, once in a 2-1 final, and then again on Saturday, 7-6. Spanish Springs gave them the run for their money in that second game. There was a chance it looked like they were going to be having to play a second game Saturday which uh, for all of us standing on our feet for as long as we had been, <laughs> you know, glad the way that one went the way it did. But Douglas is your class five, a regional winner. That is their first regional title since 2004. And they were back in the state tournament in 2018, where they lost to Spanish Springs in the title game. But first outright regional title since 2004. So first and foremost, congrats to the Tigers. We'll have some snippets from some interviews I did here in a few moments, but I think we got to start with just Douglas really finding their rhythm at the end of the season. They went 11 and 0 in the month of April. They lost once to McQueen to start May, and then they won, I think, seven or eight games in a row. So they finished the year winning 18 of 19, roughly, if you in include those postseason games. And I mean, they played like a team that had all the confidence in the world and looked like they had won 18 of 19 games. Uh, Talia Trenton in the circle and, and in the batter's box has pretty much, uh, if you didn't know who she was before, you definitely know who she is now. Absolutely. I think she already had, but has now absolutely established herself as one of the best players in Northern Nevada, if not in the entire state. Um, and for those of you who don't check max preps as frequently as I do, Douglas, now the number one team in the state per max preps in their ranking rating system. I don't know how they formulate that, but of the final four teams left in the class 5A region in softball, obviously Spanish Springs being the other one in the north. Then we got Faith Lutheran and Green Valley coming from the south. Douglas is the top team per max preps's ranking system. That state tournament starts Thursday. The first game will be at the College of Southern Nevada. Second round is at Gorman, and then I believe they go back to the College of Southern Nevada for the finals. However, you can find that bracket in the record courier this week, so be sure to check that out. What a performance from, from the Tigers, really. They didn't lose a game the entire regional tournament, which is what you're hoping for if you really want to establish yourself as the, the top team going into state. 
having talked to that team multiple times and players and coach John Glover, they, I mean, this was the goal the whole way was to, to hang a banner. And now, you know, obviously they have a chance to hang two. So that is honestly just really cool for the Tigers to see. And a lot of really cool storylines along the way, not only with, with Trenton, like I said, I feel like I'm underselling her by saying she established herself because I already think she had. But for for people who are maybe a little less familiar with her, really, really, truly showing everybody in the North why why Douglas is going to be the team to beat now for likely the next two years uh, with her. And it's not just her either. Zora Simpson, who missed 22 games this season with a knee injury, ends up hitting what works out to be the game-winning home run. It put them up 7-4. They end up winning 7-6 after Spanish Springs got two more runs back in the seventh. But Simpson just absolutely belted a two-run shot in the bottom of the sixth inning to basically solidify it. I mean, a three-run lead for Douglas going in the last frame is not something you're going to see them mess around with very often. Leadoff hitter Haley Wilkinson as well for the Tigers just had a heck of a tournament going into the last game of the regional finals. She was five of 11 at the plate with three runs and three RBI and a pair of doubles, I believe. And then she added on a couple more hits in that regional final game. So quite the spot for several players that will all be returning to the lineup next year. Then you got, you know, catcher Riley Blair, shortstop, Eva McNinch, center fielder, Emma Stagliano, third baseman, Emma Glover. Basically your four seniors there for the Tigers who are all definitely contributing in their own ways. But I mean, you look around the diamond and they're getting performances from everyone. And that is exactly what you need. There's no there's no one player they're truly, you know, relying on to get them to where they are. It's it is fully a team effort, as cliche as that may sound, it is absolutely true. The team as its own is just mashing the ball through the end of the regular season where they had to be hitting as an entire unit, you know, close to 360. And then obviously you have two pitchers in Tretton and Mackenzie Willis who are capable of striking out 10 to 15 batters in any given seven-inning game, no matter what time of day it is. Uh, That regional crown was won at Bishop Minogue for anybody who was not aware of that. But yeah, first regional title again since 2004 for the Tigers. They last won a state title in 1992 coming off uh, winning back-to-back titles, 91 and 92, back when they were in Class 3A. But like I said, that state tournament, the Class 5A softball state tournament, will be down in Las Vegas starting on Thursday with it ending on Saturday. Carson softball fell in the consolation bracket. They dropped a heartbreaker to Reed in the first round, which kind of put them a little bit behind the eight ball because as we talked about last week, you fall into that consolation bracket and you got a lot more work to do than you would if you hung around in the winner's bracket. A 3-2 loss in eight innings put the Senators into the first round of the regional consolation bracket. They had a lead there in the seventh inning, but unfortunate, some unfortunate defense let that one get away. They turned around later that Thursday and bested Galena 5-3. You know, maybe not the most convincing win, but it gets gets the job done. And then, of course, they turn around Friday morning with number three seed McQueen and just a little bit too much for them there as the Lancers take that one. 5-1. Reed and McQueen end up meeting up in the regional consolation game with Reed getting the best of McQueen. Spanish Springs then went and routed Reed to get back into that regional final where they took on Douglas for a second time. But 
Nothing happening there, as like I said a couple times now, the Tigers took the Class 5A crown. Real quickly, over to the 3A baseball side of things, I have to give a shout-out to the Dayton Dust Devils baseball team. Entered the Class 3A regional tournament as the number six seed. Guess what, Jeff? They're going to state. They made it to the regional finals and are now headed to the state tournament, which will be out in Lowry next or this week. Rather, we'll have more on that in the Nevada appeal as well. I really ought to say that if you don't think something's covered in this episode of the podcast, it will be in the newspaper. There's just honestly too much to talk about. And as you've seen throughout the first 25 episodes of this, we're really trying to limit it to 15, 20 minutes. And after the last three days, well, I guess I can't count Sunday, but after the last week, there's just honestly too much to talk about, and I will probably forget something. But don't worry, it won't be missing in print. Over to the baseball side now that we've switched gears a little bit to 5A. Douglas Baseball obviously went into the regional tournament as they two-seed, just kind of ran out of steam there. They had a tough loss to Galena in the second round of the winner's bracket, if you will, before dropping into the consolation bracket. Took them 12 innings to get past number five Spanish Springs. And by that point, they had run through a good chunk of their bullpen. However, still got a really nice start from Noah Kobarger against Bishop Minogue. But unfortunately, Minogue gets three runs in the seventh and is able to take that one 5-3 and knock Douglas out of the tournament. Minogue ended up beating Galena as well in the consolation finals. So Reno wins the Class 5A boys title, but Bishop Minogue will be joining them in the state tournament this week. We also have all-region teams that have been released. I will talk a lot more about those next week, but you can find those online and in the newspaper this week now that we have so much to talk about. So good year for baseball overall. Obviously, I know Douglas baseball was hoping to make that state tournament, maybe pick up a, a regional crown along the way, but really nothing to hang their heads there. I mean, that's the best season that Tiger baseball's had on the field as far back as I could find. I still need to do a little more digging to see just when the last time they had that many wins and a win a win loss percentage that was that high. But it even when they won a regional title in two thousand nine, they had more losses than they did this season. So uh congrats to that Tiger team. I know they had several all region uh athletes or players on their team. So like I said, you can check that out online. It'll also be on my Twitter account by the time you're listening to this, which is at Carter Eckel, E-C-K-L is how you spell my last name. Over to regional track. Like I said, this is going to be the part where I probably miss a few of maybe what people will be listening to, but don't worry. We'll have that all covered for you in the paper. Got to start with the Douglas 4 by one team Friday night. This is after covering a full day's worth of softball. I ran over to Reed High School uh, to see both Carson and Douglas's four by one. Douglas's four by one sets a new school record. I believe it was 49.55 between Jessica James, Julianne James, Bliss Moody, and Kaylee Bradford. Two freshmen on that uh, relay squad in Bliss Moody and Kaylee Bradford. Jessica James has been impressive all season long. I chatted with her a good bit, not only Friday, but also Saturday, in which she won the 400 meter dash, a, a new event for her, but still ends up taking a regional crown in that. She's also going to state in the 100 and the 200, I believe, as well. So a four-event four state qualifier for the Douglas senior. The Douglas girls were second in the uh, regional team standings, so just missed out on a potential 
regional team title there. Over to the Carson boys where the Senators 4x8 team is headed to state after winning the regional title there. Kai Miller didn't have much difficulty in picking up his second straight pole vault regional championship. He only needed to clear 13 feet in order to get that done to defend his regional crown. So he will finish up his high school career as a two-time regional pole vault champion in a row. That is uh, before he heads off to the Colorado School of Mines. Nick Bettine was second in the 400 and 800 to punch his ticket to state in both of those forgot to add that Kai Miller was second in the 110 meter hurdles so he's also a state qualifier in that event Iowane Tuia was fourth in the same 110 meter hurdles so he is headed to state there and Zane Ferguson in the shot put and discus is a state qualifier in both events there I believe he was second in both of those regional events so he is headed off to the state tournament but before we wrap up here let's quickly turn over to some Uh, post-Douglas Softball Regional Championship interviews from Saturday at Bishop Minogue. Obviously, I know this has been the goal for you guys all season. If not, you know, seasons prior, how does it feel now that you guys have finally accomplished this? It it feels good. I mean, the girls are excited, and we played well today. And and our goal has been to get to Las Vegas for the state tournament, and that happened today. But there's other games left ahead of us, so we're excited about that too. I feel like every second inter- second interview question for me is about Talia. Uh, 13 strikeouts. She also drives in both runs for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can you say about her and her performance over this regional tournament? This and and I, I know you and I talk a lot, but she's just phenomenal. She is just um, – she does it in the circle. She does it at the plate. Um, she's a great player, and um, she expects a lot out of herself and, and, and produces, and she's a special player. We're, we're lucky to have her. They hit a leadoff triple there to start the seventh inning. You took a quick mound vi- or circle visit, I guess. Anything in particular you said there? Yeah, I, I let them know that the run at third wasn't important. Um, it didn't matter, you know, up two and the runner on third. That I wanted the infielders to focus on on the batter. Um, and we'll give up that that run for an out, and, and that's really what I said. And Talia was in control. She didn't need me out there. I was I was talking to the infielders more than anybody. I guess is there, you know, obviously you guys have set, set the expectations for yourselves. I, I assume there's probably not too much pressure with that, given those are expectations, as I said, you guys set for yourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Since we started preseason in January, all those workouts, all the wall sits, all the burpees, we were always like state, state championship right now, all the way. So I think that we're just all looking forward to going all the way and trying to prove something to everybody else that we already know. Congrats again to the Tigers on winning that regional title. Don't worry, we will have all that state coverage online this week as well. Jeff, I feel like this is the moment where I tease to anybody who has any interest in being a sports reporter that there are going to be weeks like this where (laughs) uh, you're on the go all the time. And like I said, I don't want to whine and I don't want to complain, but it it, it's tough when uh, all four regional events are scheduled to start and end at the same time. I, on I, Thursday, I just want to make Saturday. sure that people completely understand everything that was going on. We had baseball, softball, swimming, and track and all on the same days all week long. Baseball was in Minden. Swimming was in Carson. Softball was at Minogue. And track was at Reed. Uh, I know I have you. I know I've got Ron Harpin, who's a great photographer as well, and me. And then we got some help from the Ransons in our LVN coverage there. But, yeah, when uh, the final day of regional track, the 
regional softball championship, what would have been the regional baseball championship had Douglas been there and swimming were all scheduled to start at the same time and finish roughly around the same time. There's just no winning. And, and 40 plus miles apart. Yeah, I mean, I did my best to try to get to as many places as I could, as you'll see from our, our coverage this week. But like I said, I'm not trying to whine, not trying to complain, not trying to uh, cop out on, any, on anything not being, uh, you know, high quality. I want it to be the best that it can be. However, sometimes you just got to make decisions and people may not love it, but I, well, that's part of the, that's part of the gig. And uh, as well, sometimes your weekends are going to be full of uh, 10 to 12 hour days and you're going to be driving all over the place, which... I knew what I signed up for, and it's not not new. That was how how things went in Iowa as well. Uh, it is interesting that the NIAA chooses to schedule everything at the same time this year, especially when you break up track into a three day regional event instead of its usual two. I know they are very, at least from all the pandemic talk about sports, they are very set in their ways of getting things in and finished before the school year ends. I understand that. But it, it, it would would be nice for us media folks to not have everything scheduled at the same time. And I'm sure for for Carson Douglas, you know, just fans of the high school sports in general um, to not have to pick and choose between events that all start at the same time and are all in entirely different places. But that's going to do it for episode 26 of Behind the Bench be sure to stay tuned to our websites, www.nevadaappeal.com and www.recordcourier.com. If you do backslash sports on either of those, it'll take you right to our sports page where, don't worry, you will be flooded with content this week, not only from this past weekend's stuff that is probably out and coming out by the time you're listening to this, but also what's left with the state tournament this weekend for regional track at Reed and state softball down in Vegas. Guess what, Jeff? We got more decisions to make there, but I will tease that for all you lucky listeners and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks again to today's main sponsor in Double J Auto in Gardnerville. That is www.doublejautonv.com. Thanks again for listening and we will catch you guys next week.